Guys, welcome to an unprecedented episode of The Love Pod. We are recording this live and are releasing it immediately after. So everything we say and do, I would like to give a disclaimer. There may be sexual content. There may be inappropriate content. There may be sex talk, uh, if I haven't mentioned that previously, because this is The Love Pod and we are recapping Brian's first ever episode of The Bachelorette. And we all know how Brian is. So please, if you have children with you, remove them from the room now or put on some headphones because they don't need to be hearing this. About to get real. Shit's about to go down. Okay. Say, uh, we are the love pod. Not we are. Of the love pod. We are your actual love pod. So if you see any other names out there, we are legitimate. We are the actual love pod. I don't think, I mean, it's a great name, right? So we should be flattered yeah. that people yeah. want to copy it. Um, okay, I have my personal massager on. I'm ready to go. That's what she calls it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have, I have neck issues and headaches, okay? So if you hear funny vibrating noises in the background, <laughs> just use your imagination. Exactly. Actually, everybody needs to get a shiatsu massager from Amazon, and I'll drop the link tomorrow because this thing is amazing. Actually, please do. That sounds amazing. It's better. It's almost as good as like a real person massage. <laughs> I've been so untouched lately. I'll lose any- <laughs> it feels like a real person's massaging you, but with like their elbows, maybe. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're here to talk about. Speaking of personal massagers, we're here to talk about. Dale Moss and his season of The Bachelorette. Ooh. Uh, because. A... Hmm? Oh, so what a hunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is a meat castle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, my God. I wish somebody described Damien from Love is Blind as that. And I wish, or a beef castle. Man, I fucked beef. it up. Um, but I wish Andy was here to hear that. He'll, Andy from Love is Blind will be back again next week. I know you guys have missed him. Uh, he'll be here to talk about random acts of dogs with us, our random acts of kindness dog episode. Uh, so Andy, we miss you. And Shauna, we miss you. Shout out to Shauna. We love you, girl. I miss her. Maybe. I know. Hopefully we'll get to, to virtually see her next month. But now that that's all out of the way, seriously. Brian, tell me, what did you think of your first ever Bachelor or Bachelorette viewing? Oh, uh, so I attempted to watch it last night. I started taking shots of gin. I realized gin is way stronger than I should probably be taking shots of. <laughs> Who takes Nailed shots pot. of gin? Well, that is the question that multiple people ask me. So I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this hurts. So I should probably lie down now. Um, so Not only is it your first Bachelorette episode, it's also your first introduction to alcohol. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> Uh, but so fast forwarding, I watched it today at work because it was the best time to do it. And, um, I, the first thing that I thought honestly was, um, yeah, I like the, the legitimacy of the conversation. So between Chris and Claire, um, he was talking to her like, you know, like they weren't in front of a camera, which, which was huge for me. Like that spoke to the legitimacy of the, 
you know, of, of what was going on. Because I, you know, I don't believe in anything reality. I think it's all fake. Like that's just been on my mind. For oh a long my time. God. I can't believe you would say that about reality television. I, let me, sorry, let me say I used to. That's, that's like when I, when I used to think of like reality TV, I'd always think about the Kardashians and I'm like, well, it's all fake. Right. And so um, love shows, reality TV show, all of it. Like I just always thought that it was all fake for ratings. Um, but this one, I, I, you know, being the first time I've actually sat down and watched it, I was like, this is refreshing. Like, she's a legitimate person. Like, you can hear the sincerity in her voice. You can tell how genuine. There's obviously, like, some background with her and Chris. And um, so, yeah, no, I liked it. I think it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, I was I was gripping my seat way more than I feel like I should have. Um, <laughs> you're in. You're invested now. I, I was in from, like, the minute the guys were introduced or, you know, like before they came to the show, but you know, while they were doing their initial recordings, like that's when I was like, Oh my God, this is so interesting. I won't say anything about uh, production wise about shows like this, because I want to hear your p opinion throughout the season. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I will uh, say, so Claire and Chris have met several times. She was on a past season of the bachelor she uh and she made it to the final two she was on bachelor in paradise and she was on i think it was bachelor winter games or bachelor pad i forget i'm sure i will get a tweet correcting me on this um <laughs> but so yes they do they are very familiar and replacing chris harrison ever which they actually do this season uh, I don't think it's a spoiler, but for anybody curious, Chris had, Harrison had to leave uh, to take his son to college, and hmm. Jojo Fletcher from a previous season stepped in for two weeks for him. So, uh, but permanently replacing him would be like replacing Tom Bergeron on Dancing with the Stars, which is exactly what happened, and we all know how that turned out. So, Tyra, please give Tom his job back. Oh, Tyra's so uh, I mean, I liked her back in the day, but I I can't. Not on Dancing with the Stars. Don't She's screw with my shows. <laughs> <laughs> she should stick with like the modeling shows. Not, not just this one. Call it, call it a, call it. Yeah, a she has enough money. She's good. Yeah. Let's just hang it up. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Tyra Banks. We are here to talk about Claire. Crawley. And before we do that, yes, I'm going to keep doing this to you guys. I have some breaking news that will not affect Brian in the least because he is not familiar with the Bachelor franchise. And it's really sad, but we did just find out that JP and Ashley Rosenbaum from Ashley the Bachelorette season are separating. They're ending their marriage. They have two kids. It is very, very sad. If there was one couple Besides Trista and Ryan, of course, that I thought were going to make it, it was definitely those two. So, Bachelor Nation, please don't fail us now. We need, we need two engagements this season, and we need two weddings next year. It's always sad when you hear about somebody breaking up, unless it's Cardi B. I don't really care about <laughs> For the fifth but, time. <laughs> yeah, but this, this sounds like, you know, they'd actually had kids and all that, so that's it. Yeah, they were, you know, they seemed genuinely happy, and not that they weren't previously, but obviously things didn't work out. So, uh, sad news, but we did want to bring you that. And now, for real, let's get back to Claire. <laughs> okay, so I want to start with a little bit of... Uh, 
what normally happens on the season. So normally we see these intro packages of these guys in their hometowns doing whatever they claim they normally do, <laughs> working out, showering, I don't know, hiking, typical dating bio stuff, right? And then they introduce them and you get to know them a little better. This season was a little confusing for me because they skipped all that. And the only intro we had was 20 minutes of COVID talk and showing what sissies guys are. I mean, Brian, okay. I know mm. these tests are supposedly uncomfortable. You get a Q-tip shoved way up your nostrils into your brain tissue. Are you a big baby when it comes to the doctor? Because all these men, like women give birth, okay? So you can get a five second nasal swab. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the dude, so I, I was looking at that, like he, he was like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> stuff. And, but you know, when I went to go get my COVID test, I luckily was able to do it myself. Um, but I had heard just previous to that, you know, a couple of days before that, like, yeah, they're, they're like, and they said that they're really aggressive with it, you know? So what I imagine is that they're, they're not just sticking it down there, but they're also like, you know, this was earlier in when COVID just hit. So they're probably being told that, you know, like you got to go down there and, you know, if you don't draw blood, then the test won't be accurate. And so, yeah, they're like, they're probing for like gray matter. That's, that's what I imagine. <laughs> um, and then to your point, yeah, men should probably be a bit tougher. And so for that fact, I think there were women that were giving the test and were like, yeah, like really like jamming it down there and like, well, these guys have muscles, so they'll be okay because noses are separate. You can work out your nose. Totally. Exactly. And, and I shouldn't say, because we've talked before about men showing emotion and how we should try to encourage that and there's nothing wrong with it. So maybe I shouldn't be bagging on them for complaining about the COVID tests. But I also <laughs> feel like we didn't need a whole 20 minutes of talking about COVID because we don't watch The Bachelorette to talk about COVID. We watch The Bachelorette to talk about the hot mess dumpster fire that is always the season. And I think this one might actually be the most dramatic season ever uh, because that is always the Chris Harrison claim. Yeah, lots of red flags in this episode too. We'll get there. Speaking of red flags, so I want to jump to some of the main guys that we see a little bit. Um, and there, I'll start with the two who we see almost two complete opposite intros back to back. So first we have Tyler C. Showing up in a station wagon. And you didn't get to see the prior season of The Bachelorette with Hannah B, Brian, but there was another Tyler C who can do no wrong. He <laughs> is a god. He, we, everybody loves him, Bachelor Nation. He mm. should be The Bachelor next season. Maybe. We'll <laughs> see how this season pans out. But, um, so this Tyler C was already having a, a rough time of it because his name is also Tyler C. And now he shows up in a station wagon, which not the most impressive ride. Definitely an impact. Yeah. What did you think of him and his intro? Um, I instantly, so, and this is the, the, the jaded part of me that's very skeptical is that I, I hope that's who he is. Like, I hope that that was really who he is, is like, you know, this, was he from West Virginia, was it? That wasn't uh, Yes. It was. So, you know, 
just this like down southish you know very humble farm boy that shows up in this you know um beat up car and super humble and then you contrast him with the other douche that like showed up in the world's worth like <laughs> Bennett. Was, like, yeah oh my god i don't even want to say his name um but i'm hoping that that was genuine because if it is then like dude that's that's extremely humble and he's like showing you that i can you know like think of any movie that was made about like a farm boy and a girl and their like love connection and like that's the type of guy that he's representing right like this real humble like come from nothing super hard worker but like wow oh, man creative. you really okay if that was your first impression of him i'm glad he gave you that impression i read into it pretty hard yeah <laughs> i was i'm not a fan of tyler c but that's that comes later in the episode i mean yeah i think it's cute to do something quirky and different i also don't like Bennett, uh, the Rolls Royce. Gosh. You can, like, okay, so he went to Harvard, yay for him. I feel like that's a daddy's money thing. And I also mm -hmm. feel like daddy's money shows in the Rolls Royce move and the, the tux and the scarf and just everything about him screams douchebag. I'm reading a book about emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Is that so you can have some Bennett? Exactly. That's all that was. Uh, and if I have to hear the word Harvard one more time this season, Bennett, <laughs> I'm coming for you on Instagram. <laughs> not in real life. I'm not that mean. Yeah, I'll just leave me in comments on your Insta posts. Under a burner account, though, because we're actually nice people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nice on Twitter. Who are you kidding? <laughs> I am mean. You're very controversial. <laughs> I know, but that's okay because everybody go vote. My ballot came today. Anyway, speaking of douchebags, <laughs> moving on. Um, okay, this guy's name alone made me not like him, but I did like his um, knight armor, I guess it was. Oh, Chasen. Chasen? Chasen. 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 So Chase with an N. I feel like he Claire's going to be chasing him out the door. Uh, he just wasn't doing it for me. It was a little too sticky. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Uh, that was my Trey Kennedy moment. That's as good as it gets. Uh, I just, I think he's all show and there's not much talk behind it. Not much depth. That's my opinion. What did you think of uh, Knight in Shining Armor? You know, it must be because I don't remember that dude. I honestly don't. Uh, it was, yeah, I, I kind of heard it. So this is at the point where I wasn't really looking at it. I was more listening. Um, but he didn't stand out other than that. That was his gimmick. And I think he even said, like, well, this is all that she's going to remember from me. And that might be, yeah, he got to show me something. That was really corny. He even said, yeah, he said, I'm shedding my armor for you or something to that extent. Yeah, that was whack. Like, it wasn't clever. You know, it wasn't a, yeah, it was a reach. But who knows? I, you know, I, him, I'm not going to have a huge opinion on because he seems like a decent guy. Like, I'm socially awkward. And so I may do something like that. You know, I don't know. All right. So I'm not um, going to instantly judge him like I would others because, yeah, he wasn't the worst. <laughs> it's okay. It's The Bachelor. You can instantly judge everyone. Or The Bachelorette, I should say. 
socially awkward was definitely AJ who squeezed Claire's hands and left the indents from her rings. Do you remember that part? Oh, very well. Yes. I connected with him almost instantly. (laughs) I thought you might like him. I feel bad that he did not get a rose. He seemed like a sweet dude, but Mm, yeah, that's not a good way to go. Hmm? He didn't strike me as a, as a sweet guy. You don't think? He, I mean, he might be, but that's not that's not the vibe that I got at all. Um, I yeah, I got that he's he seemed like a douchebag to me, but I, again, I'm like oh. guy standards. That's interesting. I feel like I definitely need to run all guys by you now because I might not pick up the douchebag vibes, and you will. It's very subtle, especially if you're like wanting to be interested in this person. Yeah, you're, there's some things that you're going to miss instantly. Like, same with guys to girls. Like, there's certain things that I will definitely miss with women that other women like you could pick up. So, but yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I, I sniffed him out a little bit. He seemed like a bit of a tool, but. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, it doesn't matter because he's gone anyway. So, nope. forget about <laughs> you. Bye, AJ. <laughs> See ya. Um, now, one of my favorites, uh, Army Ranger Ben. Hmm. He really no, okay. No, no, All right. no, he good. was a very calming presence from Claire. They took that deep meditative breath together. He um is very all-American looking. They look like a cute couple. Um, we know that doesn't work out. Spoiler alert, he doesn't get the <laughs> final rose. Um, what did you think of Ben? I yeah, I like you know, he's a big dude one I was like geez this guy is <laughs> tank um but no yeah I got the same thing he does seem like a really calm guy but I don't get uh you know if her goal is I want to be married um they're in no way is compatible from what I've seen they could be because you know there's obviously like an emotional mental connection that they could make but um just looking at that like he was just so very like <laughs> I was thinking about this while I was watching it. He was just like, so we're just going to do something. So why don't you just, uh, just, just take a deep breath. You want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, he couldn't come up with a better idea. So, but that. so methodic, which none of it was bad. It was all very, very smooth. And like me trying to be cool and calm and collected would have done the exact same thing. Like, hey, let's just. Let's, you know what I hand to God I have actually done that before I can't remember in what context and and that's why it stuck with me so hard because I remember um I might have actually just been out like at a club or something like that and I was talking to a girl and um you know I was like you know, so I remember like I was going to approach her and I told myself the entire way over there because I had like a good 20 feet to walk to her um and the, the entire way I'm like listen I'm gonna be calm I'm gonna not be too excited so as to look you know like like I'm new to this but I also want to be really like intentional so there has to be eye contact and I have to keep switching my stance so I don't shake too much like I was thinking about everything and my tone was exactly like his uh and that's why I'm like he just it's it seemed rehearsed and it seemed kind of uh I don't know again it was smooth it just they're not I don't think they're compatible See, I didn't take it that way because I fear if he's an army ranger and he has to remain calm in everything he does. And so I feel like from what we've seen of her before, she needs a calming presence. She really needs somebody to balance her energy out. So I could see them having worked out if she didn't go gaga for Dale. Um, 
<laughs> who will leave for the end because we all know how that works. Uh, straight jacket dude, Jay. He, do you think he wore that thing the entire night? Because he had it on in the rose ceremony and it Twitter was like, blowing up about that. Yeah, it looked like he, so yes, actually he did. Well, um, so I guess if you mean like the times that the camera edited out, then yes. maybe he took it off at some point. <laughs> but no, when he, yeah, when she sent his butt home, he was definitely wearing that jacket. So. Because, the, so the rose ha ceremony typically happens at night, but this went into mm -hmm. the morning. And there is a period of time where she goes off to deliberate or whatever. They used to show it. They don't anymore. And there were like pictures of each of the guys on in frames and everything. Um, so there is a period of time after the cocktail party ends and the rose ceremony begins. I'm hoping he took a break. But talk about commitment to a gig. Like he really saw that all the way through. Which is why. Yeah, never mind. No. Which is why, like, yeah, I don't, that he wouldn't have worked anyways. That to, to wear it the entire time speaks to your level of, like, awareness. It's <laughs> one of those, like, read the room type of situations. Like, okay, man, like, he got you a laugh or something like that. But after that, you take it off. It's, it's like, I liken it to the guy in high school where, like, he tells one joke and it's funny. And then he, like, tries to tell that joke again. And, you know, you, like, you stick with what oh, you That want. is such a good analogy. <laughs> like, it's. They laughed maybe twice, and now it's getting like we're used to it to so do something else. And he doesn't know how to capture attention again, so he just stuck with that thing as like his only attention grabber. And I felt bad for him. I will say there's always one of those every season. I believe last time it was the guy with the chicken suit, and he committed to it the whole bit. Gosh. There's another guy who just got drunk the whole time, and yeah, so there's always one. <laughs> Here is one of our early favorites. And we both agree on this one. Easy with a Z. Yes. What did you think of his entrance? Um, I was just overthinking the entire time. I'm like, man, what would I do if I did something like that? But it'd probably be something like that. Only I'm not as tall or big or good looking as he was. Said. Oh, stop. You said that you were exactly like him. That is a direct quote. Physically. <laughs> <Guys> <laughs> Fucking monster. He's but another yeah. beef castle. So what got me was <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so uncomfortable thinking about that. Um, <laughs> what got me was his like like the like the, he did like the 76 like you know point and shoots. So that's what attracted me to that guy. I'm like, man, that's funny. That's something that I would do. That's why I thought that he was awesome. I did I think that him jumping through the paper. Uh, the that said like your husband or something like that yeah. um, was a good balance between going full on Rolls Royce and beat up station wagon. <laughs> it reminds me of when we met Becca Kufrin's uh, bachelors. We actually got to meet some when they revealed her as the bachelorette or after the rose or something. It was way earlier than you normally do. And one of the, the final two, Blake, had originally come out on a horse. And that to me was like, it showed a lot about him, about his lifestyle, and kind of that, that good balance of 
like I, I'm going to do a cheesy little shtick, but it's also going to be helpful information about me. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that easy going with the future husband bit is an actual testament to who he is. But, oh God, I don't want to spoil it for you. This is hard because I want to tell spoilers. Wait, what do you, so how, how are you, because they're only on the second episode, right? Oh yeah, so I uh, read the Reality Steve blog which is a very famous blog in the Bachelor Nation world. And Bachelor Nation world, that Bachelor Nation. <laughs> this is, I'm so mad that we're doing this live. Um, but it's the most well-known gossip and spoiler blog. And so I am referring to it to use oh. uh, for some of my information. And I will say... I'm just not sure about easy now. And it kind of ruins the experience for me. I know. I know. I love him right now. I'm not going to let this spoiler cloud my opinion, but just know well, there's something coming. So, well, so like, is it like something that he did or? Yes. Not, I don't believe it's something he did in the season. I think it's something that happened off camera. Um, oh. So we'll find out more, I suppose, as it plays out. But it's not looking good in the future, at least according to Reality Steve. I thought he made a very good impression. He was one of my favorites Mm -hmm. and also one of your favorites. Well, I only that in that I related to his like personality. But again, in terms of connection, he doesn't seem to have one with her. and one of the like the the end like kind of those B-roll type things where you know they just like do quick snippets of future episodes. Right. Um, I think it was him that was like, you know, they showed uh, one some black guy and like her on the bed and he like lifts a leg up while they're making out like it got really heavy and um, if that was like the next episode because they generally just do one episode in the future. I like that to me was like well that's way too soon and so if it doesn't work out and you're hinting at him doing something, I wonder if it's that and that oh, he's moving too quickly. No. So those promos are throughout. So they do sometimes do one episode into the future, but that was like the whole season. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And into the part where they introduced the new bachelorette. Like that's who you, that's who's in that limo. I'm assuming. Um, oh, Cause there's not, yeah, this is not news, Brian. Um, yeah. No, I just, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah maybe i see it's hard to not spoil things for you without giving the people what they want about the we'll bachelor. talk after you're yeah. gonna give me my interest right. <laughs> oh man so much pressure i'm not bachelor nation i can't read reality steve he he's never got the dirt never. i'll say never i don't care <laughs> uh but you know who i won't say never to mr kenny with the dog shirt Oh, RIP to that guy. Oh, I wait, mean, no, he's still here. No, I think he's still around. Yeah. Still I think, yeah, he didn't, he didn't get cut. Uh, so Kenny with the picture of the, sh- uh, picture of Claire's dog on her, sh- on his shirt. Wow. That was hard. Um, <laughs> if you're gonna get, if I were the bachelorette, it would never happen. But if I were the way to my heart is through my dogs and threw some snacks. So Kenny might have gotten my 
first impression rose if I were the bachelorette. Oh, buy a t-shirt? Buy a t-shirt of my, to, okay, he, you know, like to take the initiative if that is indeed his idea and yeah. uh, p- like know about your, your animals and your love for them and to put them on, you know, to lead with that. Oh yeah. He wasn't so, my favorite of the night, but that definitely left an impression on me. Yeah. 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 Also popcorn guy and moon pie guy, but I can't remember oh, their names. Yeah. So obviously they didn't leave that strong of an impression. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> Dogs name snack guys. I'll remember what snacks you brought, but they'd also get roses from me. Oh, because they brought snacks. I mean, that's a long night. Be drinking yeah, all that I mean, champagne. Oh, so it looked like he had only bought like one small thing of popcorn. Yeah, he did. That <laughs> that was a little more. And the guys were so. That was such a big thing for them. Like, wait, where'd you get the popcorn? I bought they, it from home. They like they <laughs> haven't eaten in days. They've right. just been in their room for weeks waiting just for COVID planning. tests. Not. <laughs> not being fed or watered or (laughs) whatever you do with those special little flowers of dudes (laughs) yeah no there was there's a lot of gimmicks and some of the so here's the thing with like gimmicks and i was thinking about this is like if you're i keep moving away from the mic so if i'm fading in and out i'm sorry i'm just excited so (laughs) if if you're gonna do something like that because she just had nothing but positive things to say about like every single thing. And I was like, come on now. Like some of this has to like strike you as weird, but she's like, Oh, this is so fun. I'm having so much fun. I'm just so glad you guys are here. Like, and I'm like, if you're going to do something like that, uh, one, they got lucky that she's such a, like a knucklehead and like loves funny <laughs> stuff, but like it has to be a meaningful gimmick. So like t-shirt guy, that was a gimmick, but it's something that he had like researched and like you have two dogs and you can't be with them, which I mean, she ended up Which having we, them there yeah anyways. we found out is not weird. true yeah but oh please so, if i were going to be on any reality show for any length of time you best bet all nine of my animals are rolling up with me all nine fellas well it doesn't matter anymore because she has a fella but <laughs> <laughs> well we i mean it's just starting let's see how it yeah. goes oh, let's not close that door yet just kidding <laughs> babe just kidding um but yeah, I mean, the horses, the cats, the dogs, all of it, they're all coming. Yeah, that's so it just it would have to, in my opinion, it would just need to be something that meant something and not just like a, let me show you how goofy I am. Like the guy, the night guy, like that was right. just him like trying to be clever and witty and it ended up blowing up in his face because he's dumb. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like and i don't remember his intro maybe you do but my favorite guy of the season who i thought looks like my boyfriend you did not but i'm standing by my statement um no i like Blake, that guy now too. oh do you uh Money? is it no Money. wait is it moine or is it the other one it's one of the blake m's the canadian yeah canada okay. blake we'll go with canada blake canada and the blake. other one is actually from phoenix so mm. hey boy hey um <laughs> But Canada Blake, I, do you remember his intro? Uh, well, I just remember that he was, um, it, no, I remember him like driving up and, you know, talking to his dog and junk. So that was kind of adorable, but no, I don't remember his. 
Yeah, I don't, but he did leave a really strong impression on me. He did. No, just he in general, sure. but I just can't remember what his what his shtick was. Or if he even right. had one. Because some of the guys didn't to be fair, they just came out of the limo and had a cute little convo with her, which <laughs> uh, let's not let's not underrate those guys because sometimes it backfires. Like I think um the guy in the bubble, bubble boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. I'm I'm reaching for his name. Names I don't remember. Tough. Names are tough. And you don't really get the like big intro that you normally have with them to make a connection with, right. e- with each of the guys. So <laughs> it's even harder because you just see their name on the screen and they don't even show it all the time. Like when yeah. they're doing their little side chats and interviews with producers. So I'm sorry, Bubble Boy, but that's now your name. That's forever your name. You've got to change it. <laughs> it's official. Um, but that was too much. There was nothing relevant to Claire. I don't think it really showed anything about him other than he's got this weird, wacky, create. Maybe okay, maybe he's like creative or something. But it was just too extra. And you're in like a suit or a tux or whatever, and you're in this bubble, and then you want her to get in the bubble. Like, mm, that already... I'm not claustrophobic, but that thing caused me some anxiety. So, question. If you learn that some of these ideas weren't from the guys themselves, like, does it still hold the same meaning? No, but it still does hold meaning because they were willing to go along with it. They could have come up with another idea or asked the producers for another idea. Oh, like, like you think the producers told them to do all that stuff? Well, you're, you were asking if this wasn't their idea. So where else would that come oh. from? It would be from production, right? So uh, Well, I was thinking like family members before they like oh, the show, but producers makes more sense. <laughs> well, yeah, because they have to be able to, like somebody had to go get the bubble. Somebody had to get oh, the yeah. station wagon. They you're didn't right. just show up with that stuff. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> their family <laughs> didn't go secure it for them, I'm assuming. They, I think they can only bring one suitcase each. So uh, okay, even or if they freaking car, <laughs> yeah, I I mean to move into the mansion. <laughs> gotcha. So the rules were hazy. <laughs> yeah, you got to kind of be familiar with uh, the show and like prior seasons and read all into it and be semi obsessed. Um, so yeah, I wasn't a fan of Bubble Boy. Uh, who else had really good intros? Do you did you have anybody else who left an impression mm. on you? You know, uh, oh, what was that one guy? Um, <laughs> we don't have to Tavion, Tavion, Taven, whatever. That's... Anyway, I it, it was another black guy um, that ended. He's I think he's still on, but uh, his I didn't like. He didn't do anything. He just was like really really genuine. Because, you know, I, yeah, I'm obviously not familiar with uh, the show that much. And so um, I just liked his, I was just looking for guys that were going to be like really genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really was. And so like, I like that guy too. Uh, I don't remember his name right up, but yeah. Was he the former NFL player? No, that was, um, that was the guy that I like. That was easy? That was easy. Easy as the Oh, yeah. all right. I do dig that. I I've never dated an athlete and I've heard horrible things about that in general, but I thought that's a pretty cool thing. (laughs) Neither. Well, Hey, there's always time. It's never Mm -hmm. too late. 
I also really liked Ivan, but that was just based on first impressions uh, on seeing their cast photos. So just based yeah. on looks alone, I don't, he wasn't a memorable enough person in his intro to me, but I did really, I liked Ivan, the two Blakes and uh, Easy and obviously somebody, oh, Ben, Ben, Army yeah. Ranger Ben. Okay, yeah. so those were my favorites out of the 25 or 30 or somewhere between 20 and 30 dudes that Claire right. meets. <laughs> and then let's just get down to it. Dale. Yes. She calls him her future husband night one. And there is a bachelorette tradition of whoever gets the first impression rose being the one to get the final rose. And mm. we already know that Dale gets Claire's final rose. But that is a bold claim. I mean, you haven't, you just met all these guys. He could be a serial killer for all you know. And I feel like that already closes her off to giving anybody else a chance because she's just such a smitten kitten for Dale. (laughs) Based on him giving her a hug. I mean, that was his whole intro. Yeah. And she didn't even talk to him for that long prior to giving him the rose that we saw anyway yeah yeah he and so i'm glad that we're talking about him now because i'm like what did he do like she was like oh my god i just he gave the hugs he gave the good hugs but like and like lifted her off her feet i can give a freaking amazing hug that doesn't like that couldn't have been what it was i just wanted to know like what about him other than him being like a tall guy like made him so like so much of like a first place runner like he didn't do anything right because they're all good looking right this is the bachelorette they're all good looking guys they all have a very short amount of time to meet her and if you were let's say you were in dale's position and she you know you walk up you meet claire you give her a hug and he doesn't know that she calls him her future husband but Mm -hmm. Let's say that you heard that as you were walking into the cocktail party. Yeah. Would that, what would, how would you feel? Oh, I'm walking in, I'm taking off my pants, I'm kicking up my feet and I'm like, you guys all suck and you don't even know what's about to hit you. Like, (laughs) I'm, I'm feeling myself super hard after that. Like, especially if he, like, which, I mean, I, I know enough to know that like, it obviously doesn't work out. Um, But yeah, if I'm there for the right reasons and I heard that, like, yeah, I'd be, oh my God, like, I, you guys can take all the time you want. Like, she came to him only and was like, I feel like we need to talk again. Follow me. Come on. Like, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. See, for me, if a guy had done that to me, I think I would have the opposite reaction and be like, whoa, pump the brakes, buddy. I just met you. Yeah. Let's calm down with the running off and to Vegas together <laughs> to the Elvis Chapel. Yeah. So it's funny that you would feel boundaries. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, more reserved in that way, but only yeah. in that way. I still very much need to be needed. And so, yeah, I just, I, I told you that like a while ago for, so for so long, my type was whoever's interested. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm like, if you're interested in me, it's clearly because we have some sort of connection because no one that's like, out of my league would be interested in me and so oh, stop. yeah just off of that like 
yeah that so that's that's where i'm coming from when i say like okay. if i heard anyone say like oh my god he's the one and i'm like you're probably right <laughs> there's, there's I love no it. way you're mistaken about this if you're too good for me <laughs> this is this is why we make such a good team brian because i am the total cynic like no don't touch me don't look at me don't interact with me and you're like yep. come to me my animal friend please <laughs> Give me love and affection. Everyone. Uh, the other drama of the night, if you could call anything else drama, Tyler, Tyler 2, Tyler C2, and Yosef. Yeah. Now, Tyler accuses Yosef of chatting with some girls in quarantine and apparently has the receipts to prove it. Mm-hmm. Do you buy into it? Um, do I buy into the story that he told? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that he also was like, he played it so cool though, you know, in, in any other show, like a Jersey Shore or anything like that, it's, it's instantly going to that person and like, yo, I need to tell you something because I just want to get a competitive edge. He didn't do that. He didn't talk to a lot of the guys about it. He's like, yo, I need to rap to you about something and, and get to the bottom of it. He straightened the story out. And so we were like, okay, cool. We went our separate ways. And then that dick face Yosef went back and was like, he's talking about me to people. I don't like it. And then instantly won because of that. Like, what the fuck? Okay. It is so funny. So I have the opposite reaction again. And I'm not saying that Yosef didn't do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. I haven't seen... I've read about it, but I haven't seen it myself. Yeah. Um, but there was a very long time in quarantine where they didn't know if they were going to have the season or be on the season. And mm-hmm. they're still single, right? What yeah. I thought was weird is he said it like it was a girl in college, which Claire is 38, 39-ish, Nine. I believe. Mm-hmm. 39. All right. I'm glad you, you got your stats going. Yeah. So... Nice. How old is Yosef that he's talking to college girls? Or did I just miss mishear that? Um, I don't think you did. And also, did you hear that as well? Is that mm-hmm. what? Yeah. So it sounded like it sounded more like he was about to start saying that. So he he was like, yeah, I know this girl from you know uh, just they're like a mutual friend and so right. it sounded like he almost corrected himself and he didn't full out say it. But yeah, that's what he was getting at. <laughs> so he's talking to this girl i don't see it as being a big deal i i mean they they didn't know what was going to happen and being there for the right reasons there's always men and women on each season that accuse other contestants of not being there for the right reasons and whenever someone calls someone out publicly in Mm -hmm. bachelor history that person gets sent home (laughs) it's true because they're starting unnecessary drama and yes you did say like he pulled him aside or whatever but he pulled him aside in front of all the guys well and he asked him to go talk right but so like they were all watching yeah so how, how should he have done it then because he just said not hey, say man, anything like, i want to go talk to you I, I so i agree with that i feel like he said it too early um, I feel like he should have waited until either he or, you know, like wait to see if the guy even makes it past the first round. Cause maybe he, maybe he doesn't make it. You know what I mean? Like maybe he would have gotten sent home 
And, you know, but the way that he handled that, like it gave Hurst another way to see, you know, his personality and maybe the way that he handled that situation, like put him over the edge, who knows, right? But so my only fault with him, uh, Tyler, is that he, he played that card way too soon when he was telling all of America that, you know, I'm not going to do that. And then like, bam, goes and does it. Um, yeah, some definite foreshadowing there. Yeah, so definitely shouldn't have done that. But other than that, like, I still feel like she picked wrong. Yosef just, he just strikes me as like a, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know my problem. I'm not is. saying I like him. He mm-hmm. w- he wasn't one of my favorites, but I, I definitely don't like Tyler C. And it's not yeah. because we had such an angel of a god of a Tyler C in a prior season. It's just <laughs> that that rubbed me the face. wrong way yeah his face rubbed me the wrong way <laughs> he and i guess i have the bias of knowing how it works out for anybody who calls somebody else out and starts drama on the season like yeah. they're they're going home and maybe it's not right away but they're going yeah. so r.i.p to tyler c and who knows what else happened, like, outside of the cameras, because they were dealing with that situation clearly for a lot longer than they showed. Oh, yeah. And I also thought it was kind of strange. So normally they don't know anything about each other, but there was this really long period of time where I don't know if Claire knew who the men were or if she was already filming when they announced who her cast was. Mm-hmm. But Yosef mentioned him having a daughter, and Claire said, I know. And I, that struck me as mm. odd because it maybe they had an unrecorded conversation that, like you said, we didn't see on camera. But how do you know? Because usually if somebody gives that kind of personal information, the cameras are there and that is on the show. So, right. Claire, what were you doing during quarantine? I mean, we know you're meditating and buying push-up bras and all that. But <laughs> what else? What Playing with your dogs, what? Was she snooping on the cast? Did she know who the cast was? Was she snooping on the cast? We don't know. It kind of seems like it with that comment. It seems like the same situation where, like, you know, she pulled off Matt, I think, off to the side and was like, you know, you broke the rules and you reached out to me when you weren't supposed to. That was Blake, boo. That was Blake. Dang it. That was my man. You're right. I don't know why I thought his name was Matt. I just, where'd I get Well, you also thought that Dale's name was Grant, to be fair. It's not that far off. It's yeah, that's similar. they both have A's in there we the go. name. See? Yeah, All right, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so Blake, yeah. aka Matt. Yes, they had some sort of relation, not relationships. Oh, that's just, right, that's right. They had a conversation. He reached, but he reached out to her. Yeah. So like they knew of each other in some way. So like maybe that can. However, he was able to like check on her and make sure that his mother, Claire's mother with a busted nose was okay. Like, that's probably what she'd use to find out about the other guy's daughter. Like, I don't know. There's clearly some sort of... Right. Well, they announced The Bachelorette a lot earlier than they announced the contestants, Mm. the men competing on the season. So I could see them knowing who she was and, and reaching out to her. And I actually was surprised that she had the reaction she did where she said she appreciated him reaching out even though it broke the rules. And that they even talked about it. Hey, I do like my rule breakers. Um, You know, I've been known to break the rules too. Oh, (laughs) okay. So (laughs) I said I wasn't going to do this. No, I didn't. Brian, you promised that there would be no rules tonight. 
That is what we said. So I probably would have done the opposite. And I, I'm sure that you would have gone with, you would have sided with Claire or done what Claire did in this. If somebody reached out to you, even though I did like rule breakers, I would have Mm -hmm. been like, this isn't fair. Like, wait till, you know, even though it didn't seem like he was trying to slide into her DMs, he did slide into her DMs. Um, But she was, she was into it and I have to love my hot Canadians. So (laughs) I'll be into it too. But if you were the bachelor and there was an unprecedented global pandemic Mm -hmm. or as some contestants put it international pandemic of course and you some contestants figured out okay well brian's the bachelor and i'm really digging him and now we don't know if we're gonna do the show or what's going on or we do know let's say they do know and they but there's a whole period of time before you can meet and the girl slid into your dms and was like hey i'm really sorry about your mom or whatever just reaching out would that Mm -hmm. would that be a turn on to you or would that be a a hail no well honestly i it would kind of be a turn off so if i if uh, and it also depends on the situation i'll I'll have to be completely honest you know if i'm dealing with something because again like i said i'd really love to to feel needed and wanted Mm -hmm. and so part of it would like really stroke the heck out of my ego um and uh, but like on the other side it would kind of be uh, a distraction so if i am truly looking for love and i know that i'm going into a situation where i have to be like open-minded um this girl just cheated her way into the front of the line you know and um that's obviously gonna play a factor in it and so this is me way overthinking the situation but honestly i'd be like well what are the other girls like like the other girls are honestly just doing what they were told and are probably, you know, me, I'm an overthinker. And so I'd probably be the guy that's like, I really want to reach out, but I can't because I don't want to break the rules because <laughs> I don't want to be sent home. Like they were probably threatened with, you know, losing their spot. And so they allowed that to, you know, inform their decision, which you cannot blame them for that. Um, so yeah, I would have been a little bit upset if it would have gotten in the way of me being able to make a, a well-informed decision with the other girls. Well, he's, she's clearly not making well-informed decisions with the rest of the cast because she's already clearly. picked her husband. But you did say you like to feel wanted and needed. And in this case, the shoe would be on the other foot because you would be the one needing and wanting and that would be the shoulder to cry on for you. Yeah. But he's Canadian and Canadians are usually nice. So I feel like we should give him a pass there. Also, yeah. in case I haven't mentioned it before, he's my favorite. So... <laughs> so he gets he's my dale yeah fair enough but maybe not to that extent that's a little a little much for me claiming my future husband is maybe they always say he's in this room they don't go this specific guy right here this one you with the name dale (laughs) with the d and it ends with the e and who gives good hugs come here yeah it doesn't (laughs) go to that extent but it's always, you know, my future husband's in this room or holding the champagne glass or whatever. Yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts on The Bachelor? Did we get, did we cover everything? I think we did. All right. So guys, let us know what you think. Send us a comment on our website, thelovepodpodcast.com. Drop a comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, heck, even YouTube. And let us know what you thought of The Bachelorette at love pod podcast and brian do you have anything to say to our audience that you would normally say 
in any other episode that I would remind you to say. Guys, if you haven't heard it yet, we love you so very much. And is that it? That is it. Yes. So good. Yeah, we we so fucking good. love you. Gosh. We love yes. you, man. <laughs> now. So, I've been thinking about you like for the last couple of weeks. Yes. I always get to hit you up because I overthink that too. But I'm going to do it if you're listening. I have been thinking about you and I hope that you're okay. Well, it's still early in LA, so go for it. And for cool. those who are just tuning in because you were wanting reality TV recaps and not dating advice or relationship chat, Shauna is our co-host. She is on hiatus, but she will be back with us soon. We're not sure when, but soon. <laughs> and we have Andy from Love is Blind filling in, so shout out to him. He'll be joining us next week for our tribute my to my friend. dog, Jasper. Uh, who recently passed. We're going to do Random Acts of Kindness Dogs Edition. Uh, I don't have a Random Acts of Kindness for this episode, actually. Mm. Um, I do. Okay. Uh, shoot. What was it? Do you have like 30 seconds worth of distraction talk? Yeah, yeah. sure. So, way to not put me on the spot. Also coming <laughs> up this uh season we have an interview and chat with amanda from love on the spectrum so that yes. is super exciting and we got the lovely amanda herself and one of my favorite reality stars seber williams from the circle to give us some official love pod intros guys so oh, that's the boy. <laughs> yeah you're gonna hear those probably starting next week if i could bug brian enough to uh, upload them I got it. Yeah, I got oh, it. Oh, yeah. So listen out for some more of our favorite reality shows, talking about their favorite reality TV relationship and dating podcast. And is that enough time for you, Brian? Yes. <clears throat> yep. So um, the story was, uh, I just thought it was really interesting. And I had read it a while ago, and then I saw that it was on that Tink's Good News thing. But um because it's it's an older story but sure. uh so i'm just gonna read this it was a i guess it was a tweet um so this guy says uh, i just gave a random small streamer one thousand dollars as a part of my most recent youtube video and i woke up to this email from his mom and then attached to the picture and it's well so the mom is saying hey there this is jack's mom um i had to reach out and thank you for making his day uh actually life in parentheses he woke up this morning and told me his life had changed he has three older brothers who are equally as happy as Jack is. He's the most genuine kid. And what you see is what you get with him. The minute Jack started playing video games, he's wanted to write or stream or be a YouTuber. I think he's on the right path now. Thanks for helping make a 16-year-old kid's dream come true. Best, Jen. Um, I thought that was interesting. Because it's, it, in terms of like good news stories, there are so many other better ones that are out there. But this is, again, for the same reason that I picked the Tony Hawk story. Like, it's just amazing that I don't even know who this guy is. His name is Ludwig Ogren. Um, so he must be a YouTuber, but he's no one that I've ever heard of before. But it's it's just special that, you know, in, in the world of YouTube and streaming and making it, you know, um, y you're, you're not really concerned with other people and their come up. You're really just concerned with making your own. And honestly, being a YouTuber and like being a podcaster and looking to make it big in that world is full of selfishness, right? Like in some ways you connect with other people, but you're really only using them so that you can like grow your listening base more. And Ouch. so 
well, except on the love pod except on the love pod we've never done that but like <laughs> it happens like i've if you watch the 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 you know i don't want to say the name because but if you watch the popular facebook page where podcasters gather and talk it's just a mm-hmm. bunch of people I have this new idea. Who wants yes. to come on? There's and a lot of yeah. self-promotion or just, so yes. Much, so much. And it's just, it, and it's not like a terrible thing. Cause yeah, you know, it is. It's, awful. In, it's pretty bad, but like, <laughs> you got to invest in yourself. And, but this person was willing to, you know, invest in somebody else who, I don't know how he knows him, but um, you know, probably just a kid that commented on him. And so it's, it's just huge. I love, I love good news about selflessness. Cause you don't see that a lot in the world today. Yeah. And I think it goes to show that it doesn't always have to be, in this case, yes, it was a bit of a grand dramatic gesture. Excuse mm-hmm. my computer. Um, be, because to this YouTuber, $1,000 might be a drop in the bucket, but it doesn't always have to be. And it doesn't have to be something where you're really well known. And yeah, maybe it'll get picked up by Tank's bit Good News or you know, some other good news. Uh, some, I think it's some good news, uh, the John mm-hmm. Krasinski uh Oh God! I love Good that. News Network, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. It could just be paying for somebody's coffee. It could be helping somebody carry their groceries. Maybe not during the pandemic, but in normal times. <laughs> um, so oh I do like that story. I have to tell you another story. Um, whenever, you, whenever it's the, now's a good time. Okay. So- <laughs> Did you want to tell it on the podcast or did you want to just tell me? No, I can tell it now. I'm actually okay. going to post a video because I made a video. Oh, okay. no, I can't post a video. That's why I have to tell you. Okay. Um, so a while ago, right, you were talking about paying for other, somebody else's. And so yeah. um, I decided one day, rainy day, I was like feeling really low because um, I don't know. I think the weather kind of like upsets my depression sometimes. But um, yeah. I just decided to go to Arby's and like, you know, drive, clear my head. So I was in the line and a uh, little fact about me I can't stand being on the road with pickup trucks um that's funny almost every pickup truck driver is a douchebag every single one and I've made this comment to everyone that I drive with and I'm like we're going to encounter somebody who's going to uh tailgate me on a lifted truck because apparently going five miles over the speed limit is too slow for them and so they want to really race up my, anyways. Oh my so God, I Brian, I want a Ford F-150 and I can't stand when people go just a little bit over the speed limit. I know, I know. It's it's crazy and it's like, I'm sorry that I'm not breaking the law like fast enough for you. But so I like, I, I get the need <laughs> to want to go fast because I, I speed too when I'm on my own. I just don't tailgate people because oh, I want to no. go faster than, than the speed limit. Like, no, I'm going to slow down because I really don't have that anywhere to be that quickly and I enjoy life and so anyways that's just so this person was behind me and like every time I inched up this old lady was inching up behind me and and I'm like listen we're not going anywhere and you inching up behind me is not going to get anywhere faster and so were you um, at the drive this was in the drive-through line I was in the drive-through okay yep and so the like the people in front of me start inching forward and when I say like inching like they're not letting off the brakes they're just like kind of lifting it a little bit but yeah Brake light's still engaged, so they're just moving a little bit. Um, so because I wasn't moving at all, she starts honking the horn at me. She starts staring at me through the rearview window. And I'm like, Brian, it's an old lady. Like, you're not going to do anything to her. So just, you got to <laughs> relax, right? Um, okay. But then the other side of me is like, Brian, get out the car and punch this lady in her esophagus. Like, she deserves <laughs> it. 
And that Maybe Brian, not that oh, far. Maybe no, like no, 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 no. blow your straw wrapper in her face. Okay. No. Yeah, take her esophagus out like I was ready but I I did it that's just what the other Brian was telling me to do and he lost but so I had this moment you know where I just like the this cool kind of calm washed over me because I'm in front of you and I control whether or not you get your food or not right oh my goodness you don't get it unless I move forward you can't drive around me because it the parking lot was small and there was like you know this enclosed place so oh yeah once you get into a drive-thru line there's no getting out yeah, there's no getting out. And so I'm like, I have your future in my hands right now, lady. And so <laughs> that thought just kind of like calmed me down. And so I'm like, you know what? I can be petty or I can I can be the bigger person. And so we got to the front of the line and I was like, hey man, how much is her food? Uh, the person behind me, and he was like, oh, it's, you know, it's 8.15. So I was like, let's just pay for hers too. Um, and so, you know, it's one of those two windows on the press window. And I was like, hey, just to let you know, I paid for the lady behind me. And it was like, oh, that's really nice. And so I was like, what did she get? And it was like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that sounds good. I'll take it. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Wait, they gave how- me her food. Oh my god, Brian! <laughs> Fuck that old lady. <laughs> oh my god, that's not how I thought this story was ending. <laughs> I took her food. That'll teach you, you old bitch. I was so angry. Oh like, my god. Don't do that to me. I'm I hurt nobody. I am the nicest person. I give money to homeless people on the sidewalk. The last thing I needed was to be tailgated and then beeped at and then glared at by this lady who I'm sure was racist. Um, because she started saying something I just couldn't hear her like she was clearly like mouthing off big time and so yeah you could get you you could take the high road or you could take the low road and I very happily took that exit onto the low road and I took her food and I gave it to some homeless people okay but we can't end the show like that (laughs) the homeless people got food it's a good ending well oh god all right guys that's it for this week that really took a turn we love you so much if you haven't heard it today and we care about you even if we steal your arby's meal except that old lady except for that one lady uh and after this please check out our friends at the y podcast we're going to give you a little sneak preview after this episode uh if you have any questions that you want to know the answer why to why do people Mm. talk to dolphins why do ghosts exist? Our Why friends at the Y, <laughs> Luke and Heidi, interview specialists in a whole variety of fields, and they don't always answer the question, but they discuss it. And it is honestly one of my favorite podcasts, even before we started the show, and it's just yeah. so wacky and wonderful. And they have voices that just are like angels singing to you. So check out the why immediately after this episode, we'll play a little clip. Thanks for tuning in. And if you want to support replacing my boyfriend's work boots because my dog ate them and they were $300, please support us by giving us a five-star review and rating on Apple or your favorite podcasting platform, because that helps us get sponsors like Usual Wines, Heyo. Ashwagandha, Wakanda, Wakanda. <laughs> Himalaya Toothpaste, and all our other favorite brands. So please. And hopefully Scotch Porter. And please. shout out to Scotch Porter. Please. So, and you know, if any makeup companies like Stilla or ColourPop or Fenty want to give us some makeup, Brian will try it too. Very shamelessly. So. 
please support us by giving us a review and remember that we love you. And that is it for this week. We will catch you guys next time and be safe out there. Don't get COVID. And don't tell gay Brian. Have a good one. <laughs> See ya. If you're like us, you spend a lot of time looking at the world around you and wondering why. Why would you eat 500 chicken wings in one sitting? Why did you befriend the Zodiac Killer? Why would you run naked onto the field during the Super Bowl? Why are you spending your life looking for the Loch Ness Monster? Why are you anonymously sending gummy butts to people all around the world? We thought about these things so much that we created a podcast. And guess what we called it? The happy, joyful, fun time review. We called it Why. That's a good name for it. So give us a listen. We're part of the Mudhouse Podcast Network. And visit whythepodcast.com for more information. Why the Podcast. Bringing people together one question at a time.